We go to work, and when we're off, we whine about our day. We sip our cares away, and you can do the same, cause you're in a safe place when you're whining with nurses. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Whining Whining with with nurses. Nurses. I'm Kat. And I'm Jen. And we're going to talk about nursing and yeah. wine. And yes, this is a podcast and we've been kind of on a break for a little bit. Yes. But we talk about nursing and not so nursing yeah. things. <laughs> and when we get really buzzed with our glorious wine that we have every week, we have some fun stories. Yeah. So we whine about it. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. I am still pregnant. (laughs) Yes. Jen is very pregnant and um, this is probably the last podcast. Could be the last. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're- 36 weeks. 36 weeks. Yeah. So we have, I don't know. Let me see what my app says. How many- Yeah. I was really hoping- How many days does it say? I'm really hoping (laughs) that she's going to go into labor on the podcast so we can get a really, really um, great episode for you guys. But We'll see. I might sneak in some like release. Yeah. (laughs) Live action. Um, So 25 days ago is what my app says, which is really scary. What do you mean 25 days ago? Till. Oh, 25 um, days to go. Yeah, 25 days to go until that estimated date of arrival, which is February 9th. That's nice. But, you know, babies come whenever. That's less than a month, right? (laughs) Yeah. By Saturday, so I'll be 37 weeks, they will say that's term. Like yeah. they wouldn't be concerned if I went to the hospital and right. I wouldn't do any extra things. So like 37 and then completely full term is like 41. 40. Oh. Oh. Yeah, they say 40. <laughs> 40. Okay. 40 yeah. to 41. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess 40 weeks. Yeah, that's true. why he did say he'd induce me at 41. Right. Like so the they only let you go so Potentially. Far. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's been more research about um, induction. Mm-hmm. And I know some people are scared of it, but I read a good article about it and it doesn't sound... You know, yeah. it sounds actually smart. Like, I don't want to keep the baby in too long. Right, of course. Yeah. I was talking about birth plans recently with a coworker, oh, yeah. and uh, she was saying, oh, you know, my births, you know, I tried not to hold too much onto my plan because you want to, oh, yeah. you have an idea of how you want it to go, but then also, you know, it's really important to be safe and flexible and... Yeah, I know. I was trying to fill out my birth plan too, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, this is all like a maybe. Like, I never... Yeah, I was curious like what you thought of them because I mm-hmm. feel like they're kind of unrealistic because I think it's good to go we're in. We're nurses too, so we're like. Right. You're like, oh, you know. Well, you can't really. Right. Okay, yeah. sure. I feel like. Control situations. I wonder if as nurses, we would be more flexible because we know what yeah. things mean and that things change rapidly mm-hmm. and we understand what's going on or less flexible because we're like, it's fine. Like, I feel like I would be more flexible. Yeah, no, I think because we do, and we do have that knowledge too, but we know how hospitals work and just medicine and that yeah. you can't be like, this is what we're doing. Yeah, you don't want to be one of those patients like, no, I read yeah. online. And I think because they really don't know. Those people are just ignorant. Right, right, no. <laughs> and we know that, yeah, in the medical field, things don't go smoothly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I should have brought the birth plan so we could have talked about like what it said on there. Oh yeah, it, like, that would have been neat things like one of them was like I would if I have to have an IV I would like a saline lock or hep lock and I'm like well what else would it be <laughs> like and I right like IV fluids like they'd probably only give you IV fluids if you absolutely needed it and did people I mean did it show pictures like what it, I feel like no. the difference like who's going to know the difference between if you're not in the medical field that's between true. a saline lock and a hep lock yeah that's true and, then, and, and now you have it to describe it so if people have and birth it, plans nobody they calls can, it a hep lock either that's like yeah before our time <laughs> Can you describe the difference? So like if people are reading a birth plan that says that. Well, no, I'm confused too because I don't understand what that means. I don't, yeah. Because if you have an IV, you have an IV. A hep lock. Yeah, I mean, it's just, are you connected to fluids or are you not? Because either way, you're still going to have an IV. Right. But I think some people, and one of the girls, when I toured the hospital last week with Mm -hmm. Jessup, Mm -hmm. um, she seemed like a little more holistic and she was just like, oh, do we have to have an IV? Yeah. And... I, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think you do. I know if you get an epidural, they want you to have one. Right. Your blood pressure can drop if you're getting meds, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
And I think it's always better to have one. Yeah, because, I'd rather have one just there and yeah. saline locked, which basically means yes. that they put the IV on and then they put a little extension tube. So you have a little tube coming out, but the end is like plugged. Yeah. If, like if you're not you getting fluids at a time. Right. It's not yeah. hooked up to it to like a tube up to a bag of saline or anything. It's just there in case they need to use it. need it. Yeah. Just like I tell all my patients at the hospital, they're like, do I still have to have this? I'm like, well, you're a full code. Like I'd rather you keep this in now than us in an emergency trying to rapidly yeah. trying to start an IV on you, right, which would right. be horrible. Yeah. And so. I think people, people that are really kind of into more alternative and not hospital, they're, don't want to do IV because it feels really invasive. Whereas they were thinking of birth as a natural um, process, which it is, but things can happen and having that there is safe. It doesn't mean you have to, but you know, I would, I would probably agree to that too. I mean, I'm also a little different. No, I know. And I totally get it where she's coming from with that, but I, I plan to have one. So I said, Mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. Plus because one of the questions was offer me pain meds right away. And one of them's like, don't offer me pain meds at all. Yeah. And one's like, I'll see how it goes. I mean, I plan to have something for pain. Yeah. But I, so I just wrote like a little note because I don't feel like I fit into any of those categories. Right. Because I am going to see how it goes, but I'm going to want something eventually, probably. I, I bet it's assessing like, is this person flexible? Are they yeah. totally set in their birth plan? Do they really want us to encourage, do you know, natural yeah. without pain meds or... So I might just like, instead of handing this thing out, I feel like I'm just going to talk to my nurses. Yeah. Because... Because you don't have to have a birth plan. No. You can just go in. But she was even saying that in the tour. She mm-hmm. said, oh yeah, you can hand out your birth plan. Or I'm like, oh, they actually go by that. Right. That's interesting. <laughs> but I mean, I didn't care as much about the labor part. It was just more the after part mm-hmm. that I cared more about the questions they were asking. Like uh, skin on skin. Yeah, or- skin on skin, like delayed cord clamping. Mm-hmm. Um, like tell me before you do a procedure and take my baby away mm-hmm. or can my partner go with my baby if they have to go do something. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. I don't know what the questions. Bonding. Yeah, I was like, do you want an hour of bonding? Like delay yeah. kind of the weighing and right. the, all the stuff that they do. Right. You know, so you can bond for an hour. Yeah. And which they'll do if you put that's what you want, they'll do all that. And then if anything were to be dangerous or wrong and they yes. needed to do that, of course they're not going to they're going to go with whatever they need to do. So it's kind of like, yes, I'd like this if it's possible and safe. Mm -hmm. Um, And then should we talk about like what the importance of those things are? Sure. Let's open some wine. Yeah. Open some wine. I'll talk a little bit. Some people here need some wine. Yes. uh, The (laughs) non-pregnant ones, you can lick it or sip it or smell it. Yes, I can lick it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That was actually one of the questions. I'm pretty sure she said people can't bring alcohol to the hospital. Uh And I was like telling one of the other nurses the other night, I was like, well, those that make the rules break the rules. Yeah. (laughs) Like I've been sober for nine months. Yeah. (laughs) Did you stop drinking while you were trying to get pregnant or just once you found out you were? Yeah. Once I found out I was. Okay. I'm trying to plan like what I'm going to do. Yeah, I know. Some people do, but there's no way. I've been waiting. Like I would have waited like seven months. Yeah. Also people try for years. So yeah, I mean, it's sure if you want to be perfect, that's great, but. I know. Yeah, those overachievers. No, <laughs> not one of them. <laughs> well, it's also hard because like um, a lot of I'll people, like you don't know you're pregnant for four weeks or more. So it's a month into it and you're still doing all this. Stri- I think about that sometimes. I'm like, oh, oh God, yeah. what if I got pregnant? I know, but they and say I'm- that it's like the risk is like really low because I'm sure I mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We'll remember, see. I'm out of practice opening yeah, wine. It's fine. She's opening wine. So um, I'm out of practice. <laughs> Oh yeah, Takashi, he's what? here. He could open it. Open. We didn't even think about that. Yeah, she got it. Wait, okay. I'm going to work. Woo! I didn't make a word there, but <laughs> I wrote a wine cork pop. What'd you yeah. bring? So this is actually something I meant to bring the Thanksgiving <laughs> oh. to my family. Um, VJB Cellars. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and of course, I'm like Italian on Jessup's side, so I'm not Italian, but uh-huh. my baby will be. Yeah, there you um, go. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Let's see. Just, I don't know if it's Takai or Tatai. Tatai Frulano. Frulano yeah. Mendocino Valley. Which is, the reason I got this wine is Jessup's family in Italy is from this region. Mm-hmm. Oh. For Luli. So I meant to bring it to Thanksgiving because his grandma is from Italy. Oh, that would have been nice. And she, first of all, she doesn't drink... She only drinks like really sweet wines, which mm. the Friuli region has like the more mm-hmm. sweeter kind of white wines. Mm-hmm. And so this one though has like, a, I thought when I tasted it and we'll see how it is today, 
it's like a little more American, you know, like not, it doesn't taste as not sweet. Not quite as sweet, yeah. yeah. And she also doesn't chill her wine, which I think is hmm. interesting. I think it's weird. Yeah. Must be <laughs> so an Italian. We'll I have know. To, I'll have to ask Carter because he lived in Italy oh, for a while. Did he? Oh my gosh. Like, do they? Yeah, so there's. They probably drink more red wine. That I don't know. Maybe that's just. Well, it depends on the region. And like up north is where his family's from. Mm. And so they drink a lot of the whites. Oh, okay. They do have red as well, but. That's she true. I guess it would totally was serving on Riesling. Yeah, I can have one more. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. He he put two drops no, in her cup. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's at the Thank end of the you. pregnancy. Yeah. Nothing important Everything. is happening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's all developed. So yeah, there we go. If I drink it really slow. And this yeah. is a really light wine. Let's see. The alcohol percent is... Well, this one's 14. actually a little bit more for a white, 14.5. Yeah. Well, good. It'll give yeah. all of us who have yeah, have been drinking for the last nine <laughs> months and aren't, uh, our tolerance yeah. is fine. Uh, um, yeah, because I did a little tasting when I went to pick up this wine with my... Mm, it smells good. Mom. This was a couple months ago. But yeah, for Thanksgiving, I totally just forgot it at home because, you know, they live in Santa Cruz and we were driving. Yeah. And we just kind of forgot, like, mm-hmm. packing everything. I'm Did like, you blame oh, it on your pregnancy brain? Yes, it totally is. Oh, the pregnancy brain. We're going to have to talk about that. It's a yeah. real thing. Yeah. Um, I sometimes I'll be, like, randomly going about some months. I think, oh, my God, maybe I'm pregnant because I keep forgetting everything. Or <laughs> I keep doing this. And I never am, unfortunately. It wasn't my first but, symptom. No? No. It didn't come on. I feel like the third trimester is the worst. What was your first symptom? Um, similar to getting your period. I just had mm. the bloaty cramps. Or yeah, it was more just my tender that. boobs. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, only, I don't know if you get that with your period. I, it's weird. Uh, certain months I do. Yeah, certain, certain months I months don't. for me too. Isn't that and weird? that month I was like, hmm. Like they're super this sore. This hurts. This hurts. Yeah. I actually went through. <laughs> you have to wait still. I don't know. This might be TMI, but we talk about everything here, right? Yeah, so, we're nurses. <laughs> so like last month, so my period has been, I have a really long cycle. It's like 30 something days, 30, 30 to 34. Yeah. And um, it's usually been for the past six to nine months, like on the 11th or give or plus, give or take four days um, of the month. And it didn't come until the 21st or I was I was 14 days late, I think. And I was oh, like, really? oh my gosh, am I pregnant? I've had an IUD for 10 years. <laughs> How is this happening? You know, I was really excited and also scared. And um, and then I took like probably like 10 pregnancy tests. because I was just like- <laughs> You're so convinced. I'm like, yeah, you're convinced. Yeah. And how can it be late? And nothing changed. You know, I wasn't. I got my period finally. Um, but it was super weird. It like yeah. was, came on really slow and it seemed to last forever. And now like I'm past the 11th cause today's the 15th. Oh yeah. So I'm like, I'm thinking I'm now on my new, my new cycles, like on the 20 something of every month. It's weird how that changes. Or maybe I did kind of get pregnant, but then. That can happen too. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. never know. And it's weird. You, you, you don't really know, but you'd think if I was the pregnancy test would have been positive. Yeah. I mean, that's one reason they say don't test too early, right. which is why I didn't because you get either false negatives or there's like the chemical pregnancy where right. it's like, yeah, you were pregnant basically, but then it miscarried so early on right. that like a ton of people don't even yeah. know that it happened and then oh, they get yeah. a period. And, They're yeah. so common. They're so common. Yeah. I think when it's hard is when it's really far along. Most of the time, oh, yeah. just like this probably could have notice. been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, anyway, back to the person who's actually pregnant. Oh. <laughs> um. You were saying earlier how you're feeling him more now at the end of your pregnancy than in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And the movements are kind of crazy, too. Like, mm-hmm. I can feel a foot, like, in my belly. That's so crazy. Yeah, because, well, so I didn't know. And I guess at the first pregnancy, they said you might not feel the baby until, like, I don't know, how many weeks? I guess, like, about 20. 20. Yeah, some people a little sooner. But they said you might not feel it. You also might not know what you're feeling. Right. And it might feel like gas. Yeah. Until it gets stronger, it right? Like gas. No. What yeah. did it feel like? like? It really did feel like flutters, which mm. is like another thing that they said. It can feel like flutters. So I actually had to go to the hospital because, and this was probably like 24 weeks or something. I was, woke up one day in pain. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Like low kind of abdominal pelvic pain just on the right. And I was like, okay, I'll try to go back to sleep. And it was like a Saturday morning. Yeah. 
And it just didn't go away all day. But it was to the point that it was just like stressing me out. Yeah. I didn't want to do anything. Right. Like even just, I couldn't even like distract myself with TV. I was just like, I don't want to do anything. You're like worried. I want this to go away. Wrong. Yeah. And I texted my friend that's an ER nurse mm-hmm. and she's also had two babies. Mm-hmm. And I just said, should I call the on-call? Because here we are nurses. Like we try not to call the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's the on-call. And I guess I just associate doctors with like, you know, when you call them that they're like irritated or angry yeah, and like, I'm totally. not used to being the patient mm-hmm. and being like, oh, that's not how they treat patients. Right. <laughs> they pretend it's fine and they're glad you called. Yeah. It's they, never They a only treat the nurses like shit. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> no, just kidding. There's a lot of great doctors. Plus, I found a good one. That's but, good. And the OBs are just, I think, gentler. Mm-hmm beings anyway like nicer doctors right so I called and he was totally nice like try you know icing it or no they say try ice and heat try Tylenol you can take a thousand milligrams every six hours mm-hmm. um try so stretching he's, he's saying it was like muscular well he said it could be a thousand things oh okay <laughs> kind of like google yeah, oh, yeah. so google right. told me too yeah yeah <laughs> Because yeah, of course I was on Google first, even yeah. though like as a nurse, like, yeah. I know not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary. I know. Um, but I was like, damn it. Like, what could it be? And I was convinced I had this like pelvic disorder, which you can get with pregnancy. There's nothing wrong with it. It's yeah. just, it You didn't, so it didn't, you weren't worried that it was like, I'm miscarrying or something's wrong no, with the baby. Yeah. Or... I mean, I, I knew I was far enough along and like, he asked me those usual questions. Like he didn't know I was a nurse at that point. Mm-hmm. So he... He said, you know, are you having like, he described basically what a contraction is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I'm not having contractions. No, I'm not having bleeding. Mm-hmm. Um, this just came on. It seems like mostly just when I move. And so he said, okay, try these things and then call me back later. Like if it doesn't go away. Yeah. And we did. We went to the store and I pretend like everything was fine. I took mm-hmm. Tylenol and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm feeling better. But I really wasn't. So I did decide to call back and it was like six o'clock at night. And he said, okay, come to the hospital. Mm. Like, we'll just check you out, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll meet you there. So. And he's, he was the on-call. He was the on-call. Okay. This time he wasn't my doctor. I had another one. Yeah. Um, then randomly that same day, and the, I got a letter in the mail saying my doctor was leaving. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah. While I'm at home in pain, I'm like, yeah. oh. Like, shit. Yeah, so she wasn't going to be my doctor anymore, and I could choose between this guy and, like, another guy that's in the practice. Uh-huh. So I um, go to the hospital, which was, like, already kind of embarrassing because <laughs> I work there. Yeah. And he had his check-in, you know, it's just the ER first, and then they came and got me in, like, a wheelchair thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, I can And took walk. me to admitting. Yeah. Yeah, and they took me... Actually, I'm kind of glad they had the wheelchair because yeah. it did hurt to walk. Oh, so yeah. it was like pretty painful. But it was just like embarrassing. Yeah, it was yeah. really painful. And that's okay. what I had called him back about too is it started to hurt like bearing down like when mm. I was trying to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. like go pee. Mm-hmm. And so it did hurt to walk. So <laughs> they like slap a bracelet on me and everything. Like a fall like, risk? No. Oh. Like, <laughs> but oh yes, God. everyone's a fall risk. But yeah. like a straight up, like I'm admitted oh, to the okay. hospital. Yeah. And bring me up to OB where they like give me a gown and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm a patient. Like, this, is <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. Like I had to use the call light. Uh, and I was like texting my friends. I'm like, oh my God, I had to use the call light. Like <laughs> it was funny because I was like scared to use. <laughs> Have you never been in like, No, I've never been a patient. Before? So they did like my oh, okay. little um, admission, which is like so much easier than what we have to do on uh-huh. our unit. Because uh-huh. it was just like basic questions like about pregnancy and like your health history, mm-hmm. which I don't really have much. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, what do you... And as I was going over, like, the only allergy I have is, like, latex. And it's only, like, the powder gloves or something. Okay. So she was asking, well, what do you usually tell them when you come to the hospital? I'm like, I've never been to the hospital. Right. Wait, I've never so, been a patient. So when you use gloves, like, as a nurse for work, they don't have the powdered ones? Or do you yeah, check and make powder. sure? We don't have okay. latex anymore. It's pretty much like. Oh, yeah. It's nitrile. Or, yeah, it's all like the nitrate. Yeah. Nitrate. Ni- <laughs> nitrate. Nitrile. I don't know. Like something gloves like that. Nitrate. Nitrate. Free gloves. I know. It's, it's cute. It's comfy. Um, um, yeah, it was just. So it was like, where was the painting? So it was like your lower stomach. Yeah, exactly. Like lower. Right hand side. region on, more on the right. Hmm. And so I come in and she's like, the doctor thinks that you have a UTI. I was like, what? I was like. He does uh-huh. because this doesn't feel like a UTI. And she was explaining to me that in pregnancy, especially as far as long as I was at that point, mm-hmm. it can be very different. Mm-hmm. The symptoms, 
because... And how far were you? 24 weeks, I think. Okay. Yeah. The symptoms are different. Did yeah. it end up being a UTI? Um, pot- Potentially. Uh-huh. It never grew. The cultures never grew. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he told me, I, he prescribed antibiotics, told me I could go home, but ultimately it never grew anything. Yeah. <laughs> like it was showing bacteria, but... That's weird because I, yeah. I had a recent thing. I'm not pregnant, but I had like a UTI. I knew it. It was really painful. Went to the doctor. They did a culture. I was on antibiotics um, for five days and then it never grew anything. So they told me to stop, but yeah. I was still in pain for a week oh, after. Really? Yeah. And I was like, we'll do it again because <laughs> I'm in pain. Maybe it was too early for enough bacteria to grow. I don't know. But yeah. um, it ended up just going away after a while, but it took another week. So for like two weeks- that's or nice. more. That's crazy. Well, yeah. And this like... So you could have had one. I know. And so I, I actually did continue the antibiotic mm-hmm. because I just felt like it was helping. My pain went away. The Tylenol also like, stayed on that and that helped. And yeah. in a couple of days, like I didn't have any more pain. Mm-hmm. So I just continued taking them because I also feel like it's bad to start and then stop. Right. I was um, frustrated. They, they prescribed yeah. me like a 10-day course and then gave me five days worth and <laughs> wouldn't refill it. And I was like, great. Okay. Oh make resistant bacteria. But yeah. Fine. But it was just totally different than like any UTI I've had. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't. You didn't feel it like in your urethra. Yeah, I did not feel it. That's why I was like, it's not a UTI. Like I've yeah. had those. I had one at the beginning of pregnancy. Right. And, so did know, it just go away? Like your pain? Yes. They didn't do any, did they do an ultrasound and like? No, he no. did the bacteria. He really was like, I don't think, hmm. you know, they weren't concerned. Like they put the fetal monitoring on me. And so mm-hmm. that is what was really cool is because as I was laying there, um, she's like, that's a really active baby. And I was like, really? Because I can't feel him. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have- think I'm feeling him. You know, I'm not sure. Like, because I actually that week had thought maybe I'd felt something uh-huh. when I was laying down. And that is when they're usually more active is when mm-hmm. you're like at rest and laying down. And with the monitor, it, you know, it gives you, um, well, there's like a graph. And so it shows right. you, plus you can hear it when mm-hmm. there's like more movement. And, and you're like, okay. I was like, you know what? I felt that. Yeah. So it was really cool because I could tell that then I was feeling movements. Right. You could identify that. Yeah, that, I could identify that, that, that you was the baby. Yeah. yeah. So Cause she, cause that. to clarify, Jen has her placentas in the front, Yeah. which means if they're kicking, they're kicking the placenta, not your stomach. Right. So it's hard to Especially feel. Especially when they're smaller. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um. And now, that's why. Yes, at 36 weeks, I feel like he's busting out. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you can like feel him sticking it. Yeah. yeah. And like, even my doctor was like, oh, there's a foot there. Like, can you feel that? I'm like, uh-huh. yes, I feel him kick me all the time. Yeah. Right there. It's kind of oh. crazy. Do you like it? Do you like feeling it? I do. It doesn't hurt because mm-hmm. I had told one of the girls, like, oh, I like feeling my baby. She's like, just wait. Like, it'll, yeah. I'm like, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. It's just me. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what it must feel like to have a being like inside of you and moving and like you name it and you know it's there. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. All the time it's with you. You're never alone. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people said the last trimester, like I've been reading online, like I follow like a bunch of the apps and Mm -hmm. like the comments and Mm -hmm. people are like, this third trimester is just dragging. And I'm like, really? I feel like the opposite. Yeah, like it's flying by. <laughs> yes. It's Jeez. a little scary. The first trimester drug, the second trimester drug, I think because I wasn't feeling him, I was getting concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know if you're still pregnant because... Right. You're not showing that much. Of course, I'm like, yeah, I wasn't showing. I just know too much. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm going to have a miscarriage. Right. Well, it's scary. Yeah. Knowing too much is scary too. But yeah. Jen is tiny. Your belly is so tiny. <laughs> It's a, I, I mean, like, not now. in, like, a bad, like, it's a yeah. good, like, really cute, everyone wishes that, like, I want to mm-hmm. look like that, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just look adorable. Oh, thanks. And I hope so. Yeah. Do you, did you, did you share baby name already? Um, I don't remember on if I did here? on the podcast, but it's Jax. It's Jax. Baby Jax. That's so yep. cute. It's not, so that's, like, the full name, right? It's not short for Jax. Right. Dinner? Nope, it's not. Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, it's just Jackson. <laughs> Whatever it would be. That's cool. Even though I do know some people that were naming their kid Jackson with an X uh-huh. like that. Jackson. Yeah. But That's no, cool. Just Jackson. Did you guys like randomly look through books and find No, I, I had come up with it like a while ago. Yeah. And then we liked it. Mm-hmm. And then luckily I had a boy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Girl names we were having a hard time with. Well, now you'll have three Girl. J's. Yes. We wanted to keep J's. That's cool. Or 
K's or, you know, we wanted to do J's, yeah. but we'll see. It's funny. Carter and I always year. say like, oh, we're not going to do like matching names or anything, but the names that we like, like they they start with K, Q, and C um, or, or another K. And they, so they all sound like K sounds. Yes. We're like, this is ridiculous. And it's not, we're not even trying. We just are, I wonder if you're like naturally attracted to those <laughs> names. I don't know. My great niece, I mean, sorry, my niece has two babies um, now. She's like, um, we're like three years apart, so it's not yeah. weird. <laughs> and so like my two great nep- niece and nephew, and they all kept the same letters in there. She's like, we didn't even mean to. We just like, this is the only names we could agree on. And it's funny how that works. I know. Well, I yeah. Know. And I mean, I guess we're not necessarily set on it, but it's kind of fun to try to keep yeah. J's or K's or something similar right. pattern. Oh, so we never finished talking about birth plans and like, so the aftercare, so like skin on skin Yes, and the importance of that is like thermoregulation. So babies have no way to uh, thermoregulate, meaning they can't keep their temperature stable. So skin on skin, meaning right after you're born, they put you, if it's safe on mom's mom or dad, uh, bare skin, both baby Mm -hmm. and mom. And that helps keep their temperature um, stable because they kind of just adapt to whatever temperatures around them. So it you, they would then become the same temperature as mom yeah. or dad. Yeah, because they are used to being in that uterus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and they and the uterus thermal regulates, you know, the earth. Yeah, and they can't, keeps babies can't shiver. Mm-hmm. They or can't sweat. sweat. Yeah. For, yeah, I don't so know when it comes on. they have to be swaddled on, and warm. And, right, yeah. and be care of, careful of drafts. Like if they're wet in a, and there's just like air around, it'll cool, get them cold really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then delayed cord clamping is good because it gets... The last of the nutrients, like, so your cord um, pulses while it's still connected so the baby comes out and then your cord will be pulsing and um, delayed cord clamping is like waiting until the cord is not pulsing anymore. So all the last of those really good placental hormones and nutrients kind of went all into the baby and then they could cut and clamp Yeah, it doesn't even have to be that long. I was reading about it. It It's just like a minute or 30 seconds even. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's... And some people choose to keep it. There are yeah. some people, especially like home delivery, like oh, women yeah. that deliver home, they'll um, keep it attached until it falls off naturally, which is like a week or two. Oh, so it's like connected to the placenta. Mm-hmm. The whole and time. they like stay at home. Yeah. And they have it in like a little bag or like oh, a- Oh man. No, I'm not going to be like, <laughs> no, here's no. your toy. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> here's Here your placenta. You no. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, no. Are you going to do like placental cord donation or like caps encapsulation or anything like that? No, we're maybe going to do just like the cord donation, but it hasn't cord really blood or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then no, no placenta pills for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm good. Thank there, you. And there's like totally different research on that too. Yeah. Like know, supporting yes, it and I then know. saying, and I try not um, to judge those that do it. Might but not be hard. Yeah. It's not for me. Yeah, totally. Well, that's the thing about <laughs> it. It's like your experience yeah. shouldn't be compared to anyone else's experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no right way to do it, right? You just be safe and... Yeah, the placenta kind of freaks me out, to be honest. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really weird like, looking. like, it's job. Yeah. <laughs> like, there you go. It's kind of cool. Yeah. No, um, I know. I it's weird. It's weird. School. It's like weird yeah. to look at, but it, it's it um, crazy that it like keeps your baby... I know. ...going the entire time. Yeah. All your nutrients goes into there and then it goes and... So crazy. ...structurally to the baby. I know. It's nuts. It was funny because when we did the first anatomy scan because we go to a different doctor's office for that because they have better scanning mm-hmm. material you know devices so mm-hmm. they have it's UCSF but it's in Santa Rosa mm-hmm. so they do it but they have like just this generic doctor that works there but then she kind of goes over the results with you uh-huh. and she came in and was like okay yeah so you do have the anterior placenta that's the afterbirth I'm like okay like I know what that is <laughs> like uh-huh she doesn't know who she's talking to <laughs> Like, I'm an expert, don't worry. Yeah, not that I'm an expert, but I do know what the placenta is. Yeah, yeah. All right, what do you think of the wine? Uh, yeah, I like it. I think it's um, it's very refreshing, and I can tell that you chilled it, which is how I like yeah, white wine. Too. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't keep it warm. I know. But I did let it warm up a little bit to the yeah. room, which I think with most whites, you're, supposed, you're not supposed to have them really cold. Like freezing cold, yeah. yeah. It's, it's chilled, but it's chilled. I don't know. That's nice. Sometimes I even like reds like slightly chilled. And they're supposed to be too, I think. Red wine? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because they have those fridges, right? That keeps mm-hmm. them like at the right temperature. 
Yeah. That's if you're fancy. One day my dream is to like have this nice like wine cellar and like, uh, you know, fridges for each colored wine and I'll never get there. I love that. Yeah. I know. Doesn't that sound great? I just want at least a wine fridge. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I'll just stick one on my counter. There's some space somewhere. They they have, they have them on like Amazon for like a hundred bucks or something. Yeah. But who knows how good they are. I just need space for it. Yeah. And to be able to drink (laughs) soon. You only have like one month. Yes, well, I guess then but, breastfeeding. I know, and then there's breastfeeding. But at least you can like drink once yeah. in a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You plan it. Whereas now? You plan it for a special else. occasion. Now you're going to just get your baby buzzed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you wanted to sleep though, once it's out, just have some wine. And I then, know. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Don't, don't do follow that. up. This is not <laughs> advice, people. Yeah. No, um, I, I've, you know, people did say that was one of the number one things that they miss is mm-hmm. wine and sushi, which is, yep. Yeah, my number one things. Yeah, wine and, would be tough. Yeah, they were just asking questions about pumping and mm-hmm. breastfeeding, and it is supposed to be safe if you had like one glass of wine in an hour, you know, mm-hmm. and breastfeed, like it'll be out of your system. Mm-hmm. So that's safe. Have you taken like classes? Usually, the the hospitals offer like. Um, oh yeah, there was classes, but it was like every Monday night, and I was like working like most mm-hmm. of the nights. Yeah, that's and, true. It was a series and I was like, I think I'll be okay. Yeah. I guess, you know, a little more than the average. I don't know. Maybe I don't. But Maybe not. Who I knows? think it makes me more anxious too. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to know too much. Yeah. I just want to go with the flow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, if you're fine, if you're fine how you are, I mean, it'll work out. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to come out. It's going to come out eventually. Yeah. Last week I was getting really nervous, but. I know. It's like. Now I feel better. I remember my mom describing that at some point during her pregnancy, she all of a sudden was like. Oh, wait, I can't do this. Nope, I can't do it. I can't do the labor. I just can't do this. And I want to back out, but you can't. You're like, well, and then she kind of was comforted. She's like, every single human being and this planet has gotten here. <laughs> That's true. Through a woman. Yeah. And, you know. And I think your body just kind of knows what to do, which is what I'm. And I was talking to my doctor about it too. He's like, well, I'll coach you through it. Like, mm-hmm. You know, if you can't go to a class, like I'll be there. The nurses are there. Yeah. He sounds really supportive. He is. He's so nice. Is it weird? How do you feel about having like a male doctor? I actually feel better and I've always felt better about male Male OBs. I don't know why. Yeah. Because I've had many different ones. Mm -hmm. My grandfather was an OB. Was he really? He had his own practice in Eureka. Yeah. So I'm like, it's like I became a nurse to be like an OB nurse, which currently I'm not. But so like, I wish he was alive because I would love to talk to him. Um, and I'm sure we'd have great conversations about all that. Oh, oh well, he's I listening know. somehow. Yes. Um, no, I think it's interesting. I wish I knew more about this area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you're interested in mostly cardiology, right? Or, I don't know what I'm interested in anymore. Sure. Yeah. I was interested in cardiology. Now, you know, I work in ortho. Oh, right, ortho. Yeah, yeah. But, and then I was thinking about ICU, but we'll see how this birth experience goes mm-hmm. because I could see... I know in school, I actually had this mild interest in like babies and OB. And then I was just Mm. worried about, you know, I just, we didn't get very much time in school to work Mm. on this area Mm -hmm. and we weren't very exposed to it. And I was just worried about getting a job after school. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make sure I knew a lot about med surge. Right. (laughs) Yeah. They always say that, like going to med Mm -hmm. surge after school, because you're going to see the, the widest variety of things. So it's not specialty. Yeah. And I thought if I precepted in anything else, it would just, you know, not look as good mm-hmm. for trying to get a job. Yeah. Well, now you have options. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I think it's hard to get into L&D. These people are yeah. like, been there for years. I know. And no one retires <laughs> or no one wants to leave people retire from there because, yeah. you know, they just, it's And it's the like they rarely train, you know, because then they have to pay to train you. Right. For new, but it's like, eventually you're going to have to. But yeah. Yeah, I know some OB nurses that work at Sutter, I think, and really love it. And I don't know. Anyway. I mean, it's all fun and games until something gets bad. Exactly. That's what kind of scares me. But yeah. I guess it's like that in any There's something area. bad everywhere, though. Like, I mean, yeah. you're in the hospital. You know, that's what nursing exactly. is. I know. But, well, my... Um, did you want to say anything else no. to finish your... I want to hear about your Okay. Thing. So my thing, so as everyone knows, I have type 1 diabetes and, um, you know, in the next couple of years, we're thinking about maybe starting to have a family. And I'm curious, Carter and I did like genetic reports, um, you know, like 23andMe. Have you done that? 
No. No? Okay. It's really interesting. You look up your, you find out about your ancestry. Actually know someone who thought he was Italian. He's like in his fifties. He thought he was Italian and all his whole family and everything and realized he's like, doesn't have any Italian in him or just like the tiniest percentage. And he really identified with being Italian. Oh no. Yeah. See, that's why it can be shocking. Yeah. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, whatever. You still, doesn't matter. Yeah. You know. But anyway, um, so you find out your ancestry and then also you can do a genetic report. So we find out your genes, if you're a carrier status for any like genetic disorders um, or you have anything, you know, so be careful when you read these because you could find something shocking. Always talk to your doctor. And um, it was interesting because in some of it, we found that Carter had more type 1 diabetic like findings than I did, like even more than I did. Um which was weird because he doesn't have diabetes at all. His blood sugar is fine. We and test his it. his family doesn't. His family doesn't at yeah. all. And I have tons of type one in my um, my father's side of the family. And uh, it just got me kind of thinking like, um, and just some other genetic things you find, like things that could pass on. Thankfully, he has some stuff, but I don't have them. And they're recessive, meaning you would need to have two people come together that both have the gene to create a baby that had it. Um, so we balance out well, so we're a good match, but got me kind of thinking, you know, I do want to see a maternal fetal medicine doctor, which is really a specialist in high risk pregnancies or, um, um, they also do like a geneticist. So they know a lot about pre preconception counseling is basically why I'm going to go see one and talk about risks. Um, I don't really know if they could even tell me anything about type one and passing that on because there isn't it much much information about it and how it's inherited, if it's, how it's right. inherited, but I that's guess. what you're going to find out. Right. I'm going to yeah. find out what's the latest. Do you know the latest? Yeah. Also, I think just what to expect, what to expect being type one and pregnant. I follow a lot of blogs and yeah. people on social media that have all gone through it and been perfectly fine or, right. or people that haven't. Um, there's a lot of like miscarriages and, um, uh, or stillbirths and stuff, but that's like everyone. I mean, Hmm. people have that in general. You're just yeah. hearing the stories of you're following a certain community of people. So I'm just also excited because it means it's kind of like the start of my journey of like, yeah. this is going to happen in the next couple of years. Yeah, really excited um, to just even think about it and talk about it. And Carter's going to go and we're going to yeah. talk. And I don't know, I'm just really excited. So I can't wait to go to that appointment. I will update everyone on what they say. And to learn yeah. about genes, I think like genetics is fascinating. Yeah, it's definitely like a new, you know, newer right. type of medicine oh, that for they sure. are able to do so much. Yeah, they? in the field of medicine, this is like brand new stuff. Yeah. Um, it hasn't not been around that long. And so learning about it will be super cool. Um, I don't know. It might be a little scary, but yeah. You're going to be you'll here get some on the journey the whole time. Yeah, exactly. You'll at least hear some things. Right. And I'm curious like how I'll feel if they say, you know, if you're, you know, probably above 50%, they're going to have a type 1 diabetic kid. I don't even know if they could say that. They probably can't. I mean, they might not even know to, yeah. enough to tell me that. But if they did, would that change my mind? Would I still want to do it? Not because type 1s don't deserve to be alive, but because it's... um it's hard enough as a type one to stay alive and safe. And it's very expensive, especially in the United States. We do not make healthcare cheap, nope. which is why us nurses make a good living. Yeah. <laughs> but um, unfortunately, um, you know, in other countries it's cheaper. So maybe that would make your decision different or right. it's expensive. Also worrying about a baby with type one. And right. I don't know, might, <clears throat> might not make a difference. I want a kid so bad. Um, yeah. You know, but is that a selfish reason? Should I not do it? Like, there's so many things, but everyone could yeah. have a baby and have a problem. It's, mm-hmm. you never know. But it's just, um, it's interesting. You, you know, I think how I might react and then going and actually getting that information might, you never know how you're going to feel about right. it. And, and it is interesting to me too, how many, how, like what a big deal it is, you know, being gestational diabetes mm-hmm. and how that's so prominent too. Right, yeah. Like, I don't know why that's so... Prominent, and then when you are gestational diabetic, you can potentially, you know, you up your risk for type right. two diabetes yeah, most later people, in life. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I have a friend who had gestational diabetes and I think so far she's, her numbers have gone up though. I think she, I can't remember if she had it during her first pregnancy, but her second one, she definitely had it. Like she was on insulin really? and um, yeah. I think now her blood sugar is running a little higher. So, after being pregnant? Right. After mm. being pregnant. Um, so like, she, you know, she's trying to like improve her lifestyle and be healthier and stuff to see if it makes a difference. Um, was she even overweight or anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah I knew was, a girl that was like not. Oh yeah. It's all, totally. And she was gestational diabetic and I was sure I was going to be just, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be. And then yeah. I wasn't, which was thankful. But. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, like you get, you, you know, thick or thin, it doesn't, you yeah. know, <clears throat> in her case, that was a little different, but um I don't know. It's kind of weird. Diabetes is like unpredictable. I mean, I know. And I looked up the risk factors. They're like over age 25. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> like, isn't that almost everyone that's pregnant? <laughs> right. Exactly. And I actually know someone too. Another friend of mine, um, she is like 90 pounds. She's like the same height. Like I'm 5'2". She's like 5'2", mm-hmm. I think. And she's tiny. You're tiny, but she's tinier than you. She's yeah, 90 pounds. I can't. She's really, well, you're tall, but she's yeah. really tiny. And so on her second, her first baby, she had... I think some preeclampsia and her second mm-hmm. baby, she ended up developing like help syndrome. Oh, wow. She yeah, was on I had a friend that had that too. Yeah. Really yeah. scary. So she was on bed rest for like the last, I don't know, three months or something. I'm probably, I'm estimating her. And then, um, she ended up being hospitalized cause she had preeclampsia mm-hmm. and then it turned into help. And then she had her kid and they're both fine now. Everyone's healthy yeah, she and was great. Totally healthy before yeah. That's but just really scary. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, crazy. Most of the people I knew that had that had other risk factors. Mm-hmm. I, I think her, older, and right? Other things. She, I mean, she was in her thirties, mid thirties. I know, but that's not. Yeah. That's not old though. Yeah, like the people I was thinking of were like right forty. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Or late thirty, you know, late late thirties or forty with other health issues. Right. So, but it's crazy. Like my mom had me, <laughs> and she was forty-one. She didn't have a single was problem. Really? Yep. Forty-one. No problems at all. Yeah. So. You do, you it's never amazing. know. You can be, you can think, oh, you're overweight. I'm going to have this and you don't, or you're really thin and you won't have this and you have more problems or old yes. and young. And like, it is crazy. You never know. We, we gather data and then say this type of population or this mm-hmm. population is more at risk for this type of things. But you really, every individual is so different. Yeah. No, I've know? heard so many different stories just reading on the apps that I'm following and so many people are hating being pregnant. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, like, that sucks. But because you like it, right? Yeah, Yeah. I actually do. I was so, my mom liked being pregnant. I'm like, I hope I love being pregnant. (laughs) I think about it so much. I'd be like, I'm like a little worried that like, I'm like so excited that I'm just going to be really disappointed about like being pregnant and like being a mom and be like, this isn't what I thought. Like, I know it's really hard. I expect everything to be really hard and overwhelming and challenging, but also I'm really excited. And Mm -hmm. then I'm worried I'm just going to be like, (sighs) you know, do you worry about that at all? Like, like the after part? Or just, or, I don't know, I guess you're you're happy during being pregnant. Or, yeah, I guess afterwards, like, are you worried you're going to have a baby and be like, this is so nice. No, I don't I, I wasn't worried, but then last night, actually, my husband asked me. <laughs> you're like, he now said, that you say no, it. No, no, no. Yeah, he actually asked me that last night. He said, are you going to be one of those people that, like, misses being pregnant? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm like, I can see where I miss it, but I'm, like, ready to be done, too. Like, I want to have the baby and, yeah, you know. Did you, are, have you been taking a lot of pictures so you can look back? Trying to. Yeah, I have at least... Like one app, I've been taking a weekly photo mm-hmm. so you can see Aww. the progression. It's yeah. kind of crazy. Can you put, are you going to post it ever? Do you think? We could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to hear, but no, just no. like, I was like just let me like, so your friends yeah. can see like your progression. Oh yeah. And, no, I thought about doing it. I was just like, I hope I'm not sharing too many photos. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, everyone loves pregnant people and babies. I mean, not everyone. Carter doesn't. <laughs> he thinks all babies except one is, are ugly. That's funny. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I guess I felt the same way about babies. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not like one of those people that has to go touch the baby, yeah. you know, but mm-hmm. I love babies and I, yeah, I do think pregnant people are cute. And there's actually like, several pregnant people working at my hospital right now on my unit. Oh, nurses with crazy. scrubs and pregnant. That's so cute. Yeah. We have like a, so many on our unit. It's like, yeah. Don't drink the water if you don't want to get pregnant. Right. Gosh, they always say that, but yeah, I've been drinking the water and nothing's happening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's copper well, in my water. Yeah. There was one girl that she was, she's been trying for a while mm-hmm. and like around the time I got pregnant, like I was talking to her about how I, you know, the apps I was doing. And then she bought like the Ava bracelet, which I don't know if you've seen. I don't know what that seen. is. It's like. Does it tell you like when you're fertile and like yeah, your temperature's up? Yeah, so. I thought about getting it because I do have, I was like temping and I was doing some other things. I'll tell you more about, mm-hmm. 
you know, if you're when you're actually like mm-hmm. seriously trying, right? And so it basically does that, and it's tracking your heart rate and the, mm-hmm. these different things that are supposed to tell you like when you're ovulating. But right. I think they still recommend you doing like the ovulation strips mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. it helps you just kind of track your cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it was helping. So, so anyway, she finally got pregnant. Uh huh. Oh. And she was the one that was. 13 weeks now and she wasn't sure of the gender because they didn't do that genetic testing. Right. So she has to wait. And is she <laughs> has, did she just tell everybody or did she wait? Like, you know, no, you're supposed to wait 12 was... weeks or. I think she told us before that mm-hmm. because especially as a nurse, you have to be careful because we don't want to get isolation patients. Like mm. we kind of want to tell our oh, coworkers. Right. I was telling everybody like right away. I know. That's what, that'll be me. Like my mom's <laughs> yeah. like, well, type one, you're really high risk for miscarriation. Tell know. anybody. I'm like, I can't keep a secret. But I mean, it's also good to have support. Like if you did have a miscarriage, right. like personally, I was like wanting people to know, you know, like mm-hmm. I need the support. Also, I think our culture is really changing, like social media and everything. Everyone shares so much more than they used to. And like yeah. what my parents and their generation think should be kept private. I don't feel the same way. Um, I agree. You know, like I've taken anti-anxiety medication where I'm like, oh, don't ever tell anyone. That's way too personal. I'm like, here I am on so on a podcast. <laughs> but like, I don't feel, I don't feel like that's something to be yeah. ashamed of. No, I or, agree. I think it's something that, right. yeah, it was taboo, you know, all the yeah. stuff. But it's like, no, I think we should talk about that. Right. Or, did I say anti-anxiety? Anyway, I'm not on it anymore, but if I ever need it. I know, anti- <laughs> anxiety medication. Well, so you don't have anxiety. Right. <laughs> that made sense made to me. Sense. <laughs> you know, but like, if I need to go on it again at some point, I will. No, it's I like, it's something people should talk about. So like miscarriage mm-hmm. and things that you go through, I think the the reason they say don't share it too much early is because it's hard when everyone's asking you, oh, well, how are you feeling? And you're oh, like, yeah. oh, I actually lost it, you know. But so, it could go the same way, like, oh, are you pregnant yet? You know, and then yeah. there's that. And then, you know, yeah. you know, be like, actually, I'm just bloated. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you, yeah. Right. If you're, if you're like, trying and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still not pregnant. Yeah. Uh-uh. Like, no. Yeah. But, you know. And it, I didn't care if people asked me. Mm-hmm. That's why I told people I was trying to get pregnant. Right. You know, it's it's totally your comfort level. Yeah. If you want to not share it, don't. You know, it, it's it's not to say like there's a right way to do anything. Of course, we have to say that these days because everyone will take everything too yeah. far. You know, but um, do what's right for you. Of course, and yeah, for me, I'm okay with sharing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then people will be like, "Why are you not drinking?" Why right? Not? Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that people are thinking that. Like, how can Jen be? You know, doing like okay, that's also your decision. Oh yeah, and, and you're informed, you drinking, but, and you know, it's mm-hmm. oh yeah. There's so much. Right. If you ask the internet, if you ask these bitches on this, <laughs> on these like <laughs> apps that I follow, yeah, you'll get a total yeah. mix up. Yeah, and some of these people are prudes. Mm-hmm. They are straight up prudes. They won't do caffeine, mm-hmm. and I'm like, relax. <laughs> yeah, well, take a chill pill. Yeah, and to each their own. There are seven billion people, and. I'm probably going to be so freaked out. I'm probably not going to drink and do caffeine, but I say that now and like, who knows when the time comes and you know. Oh yeah. I just know the biggest thing is there's not a lot of research, but in Europe, they're a lot more. Right. They're um, way more lax. Yeah. And the thing is they actually have like better outcomes. Mm -hmm. I know they're like, they have like better maternal outcomes for sure. Less death rates, less um, issues with babies. So I will say don't do math. Yeah. Even though the weird thing is, and some of the doctors at the hospital have agreed or have told me, they said these meth babies actually turn out okay. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I, remember, I mean, you have to be monitored. Like, right. you should be, but the yeah. babies end up being okay. Weird. You'd think they'd be really, really messed up. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, they're still going to have a little scent in the NICU, but. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I remember like withdrawal babies. Like, I would. No, my God. So sad. That's, yeah. They have to be covered with the blade. We've talked about this on here before, but. Um, man, and there's a lot of that around here. Man, I'm excited to see your baby. I know. Oh, he's I'm gonna be so too. cute. He's gonna be a little Italian. <laughs> what are you? Do you and know your look like? Are you like European? Well, I have not done the 23. Yeah, me, but <laughs> see, you gotta do that. We have supposedly some German and like uh-huh. Irish descent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool because it tells Something you European. like percentage <laughs> estimates or whatever of where you're from that would be cool you know yeah so maybe i'll do it if you know like jessup's italian so he, yeah it's not like and we too know much they're question. from italy yeah but yeah. who knows maybe from before that there's well, something else right I don't know. they could have yeah. gone to italy but they're not actually from yeah so i don't know 
But yeah, it's, it's, I think it's fascinating. It's like super, my mom's like so into it. She like orders all of these things. Like she's actually found like two cousins that she didn't know she had. Oh, like how do first you find your cousins. cousins. Well, they genetically, if they have also done 23andMe, yeah. they, they can tell you that you have a relative. So we have one in England oh, wow. and they have kids. So now we have more family than we knew. We didn't even know <laughs> about them. Um, and then another one, I think also in England, like we have a lot of English where English and well, that's kind of cool. Irish, yeah. Because before I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that, but it sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I think the genes thing's interesting. It's like, oh, you're likely to think cilantro tastes like soap, or you're likely <laughs> to, and some of them are wrong. But sneeze when you look oh. at the sun, mm-hmm. or you're gonna have you have dimples. Your toe, this toe is longer than that one, and you're <laughs> like, oh my god, that's right, you know. And then you find out somehow you're a distant relative to your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, <laughs> your oh. husband, and you're well, like, oh, well, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you don't. You already tested. The those are super so, distant. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, <laughs> man. So uh, we brought in the new year with um, a new life. That's what yes, I will call this episode: new life. <laughs> new life. <laughs> I know it's so exciting. New lives happening. Yeah. Oh yay! Yeah. Looking pregnant. I haven't seen you since you looked pregnant either. I know. Last time I was barely showing. It just all happened yeah. at once. I know. Poof. Yeah. Or pop. Yeah. That's pop. a better word. <laughs> yeah, well, so we'll see how much longer I make it. I know. Yeah. Right? Yeah, potentially. Four weeks. Four well, to five folks. weeks to two to five weeks. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you. In this uh, 2019 year, it's going to be a good one. We're going to have a new baby. Yeah. And maybe you'll bring your baby and sleeping in the carrier on an episode. Who oh, knows? yeah, he'll start. Oh, who knows? I'm like, we'll see what kind of sleeper he'll start he is. Early. Yeah, that's start true. crying. That's true. I'll, I'll let him say hello. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But yeah, I don't know why not. Um, and uh, you can catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can email us and we will put... What is it? WW Nurses? at gmail.com. W. Yeah. I'm really bad at that. W, yeah, we'll link all the we'll link all the shiznit down in the bottom yeah. of this thing of this you episode. Can read it. You can read it in there. Um, and then next week, Sarah will be joining us, and um, we're going to see if we can get um, that new nurse that we had, Emily. Oh yeah, back That's on right. to talk about how she's feeling now that she's a little has have some months under her belt of being a nurse. Two three months, yeah. I think something like that. Huh. So see how she's feeling. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear. I'll have to listen in because I won't be here for that I know. One. <laughs> I know. Well, maybe if you're like breastfeeding or I'll something, be at work you can just. If like, I don't have the baby. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. If you don't have the baby. It's like my last week of work. Yeah. Next oh, Thursday. It's so Friday. close. Yeah. We'll catch us next week and uh, we'll start at Petite Sarah again soon. And, Sounds good. Uh, I hope everyone's having a great new year. All right. All right. Cheers. Bye. Finding with nurses.